0: The Propcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today, bet $100, and get $100 at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W I N N B E T. State restrictions apply. We're also brought to you by SGPN's Big Game Bingo. $57. I'm sorry, $57 gift card to uh, every bingo hit on the SGPN's Big Game Bingo contest. And we're also brought to you by SGPN's 57 Bets Challenge. $570 in cash and a $570 gift card to the winner of the Props Contest. Get all of our contest information exclusively on the SGPN app. And if you're going to be out in Arizona for the big game, make sure to check out our live show at Ainsworth Thursday at 11 a.m. Register today at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash big game. Deep down. welcome everyone to the Propcast, part of the sports gambling podcast network it is a uh, tuesday february 7th currently 334 on the east coast it is officially super bowl week here and whew, this season just flew by but joining me here to break down the prop betting for the big game. You guys know him as the voice of the NASCAR gambling podcast, the F1 gambling podcast, of course, the NFL gambling podcast, and here on the Propcast, it's Rod Gomez. Rod, we are approaching the finish line, my friend. Wait, there's a game this weekend. My, uh, my season ended. You hurt?
1: Yeah, no, my season ended at last uh, or two weekends ago. So I, I think I'm, you know. I'm just getting caught up now. There's something going on, and yeah, I guess I'll pay attention. but well, I think the heart- bigger question is, have you recovered? I have. I have. And again, i I think I went into last week ready to be heartbroken anyways, uh, but I just didn't think it was gonna get stomped on. i figured I figured I would leave heartbroken, but I didn't think I was about to get it ripped out and like shoved in my face. so yeah, i'm I'm good though,
0: yeah. I mean, look, that was a tough situation, definitely. When you're down to your fourth string quarterback and it's, By a gentleman and no disrespect to josh johnson uh it's a very tough hill to climb after uh what kind of transpired for the san francisco 49ers and again it's just been the theme for them for the past several years rod and you know this of course as 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 a 49ers fan it's just health man it's whether it's at the running back position like uh a couple seasons in the past and this season, unfortunately, it was probably or it is at the most important uh, position in the entire football league, or probably, I think, in sports generally, at that quarterback position. So, um, again, another interesting off season. We'll get into off season stuff uh, after the season is over. Again, the propcast and the NFL gambling podcast will be there all season long or all off season long. We'll get into more stuff, but. One more order of business here, Rod. We do have the big game on Sunday between the Philadelphia Eagles and the Kansas City Chiefs. So you guys know how we do it on the PropCast. Uh, we're going to throw out a lot of props here uh, today. We're going to go through about uh, we'll go about, about five uh, player props. We'll get into game props. We'll throw about four or five each of those. Um, I think our touchdown props will be tied into there as well. And then we'll get... Uh, we'll, uh, Throw out a win bet, build your own bet as well. And then we'll give our uh, predictions for the Super Bowl as well. How we think, I think it's going to transpire and we'll give you our predictions as well. So it should be a fun show here, Rod. How you feeling, man?
1: Ooh, I mean, it's packed. We're definitely, definitely packing it in and I'm feeling good. I, I've, there's so many bets for the Super Bowl. It's just insane. Yeah. Obviously, we know that this is the one of them. Well, actually, it is the most bet event out there so there's so many different angles and there's so much fun we can have uh, I had fun digging into some of the specialty bets that we're about to talk about but yeah lots of good stuff happening this weekend
0: yeah I mean it's a it's a really 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 big menu it's like the cheesecake factory menu I mean of, of, <laughs> <laughs> of a football game here Rod but yeah look I mean I think tracking down these prop bets is one thing from sports book to sports book I know you know, WinBet has offered a lot of prop bets and then the, obviously the, all the other sports books as well. But um, it's just kind of fun just kind of going through it. And I honestly, probably have to spend like an hour or two just kind of going through the menu and, and seeing all the different type of prop bets that there are. Um, before we dive into it, obviously um, – Terrell and Scott did do the exotic prop bed. So definitely check them out if you haven't already. Um, They uh, went through a DFS lineup and they threw out, I know, some crazy prop, especially when Terrell is on the the pod. So definitely check them out as well. But, hey, we're going to get into the player props and game props like I mentioned. So, um, Rod, why don't we kick it off with, let's start with the player props here, as we usually do. Uh, We'll give about five player props each, and then we'll go from there. So why don't you lead us off, my man? What's your first player prop for the big game?
1: I wish we had two good quarterbacks to pick from in this game. I, I really wish that we had quarterbacks that could play. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, I, we'll start out with the prop or the passing props as as I normally do. Uh, I found one that I liked, and uh, I kind of liked where this was at at plus money. It's not it's not like super gonna make you rich plus money, but I think it's a great way to start off your first, uh, the, at least the first drive for the the Philadelphia Eagles, and that's Jalen Hurts yards on first completion. Now this is his passing mm-hmm. yards on the first completion. Uh, the over under set at 10 and a half. I like the over on this. Uh, it's at okay. plus one Oh five. And uh, last week against San Francisco, his first completion was only six yards. But before that against the giants, it was 40 the week before that against the giants. It was 35 the week before that against Chicago it was 21. And then the giants before that was 13. Uh, so in, in three, what the four of the last six games that he's played, he's had a completion over this mark over 10 and a half. So I, I like that now where he's going to run into a little bit of trouble is the chiefs as they haven't really been giving up the big play on the first completed pass. Uh, last week, Joe burrow or two weeks ago, Joe burrow only had three yards on his first completion. Trevor Lawrence had six on his uh, Stidman had 10. He was the one that was closest, uh, but then Denver only had seven Seattle didn't get any yards on their first completion. And then Houston, you have to go all the way back to Houston a few weeks ago to find one that was over 10 and a half. But I, I think Jalen Hurts is a, is a little better than most of the quarterbacks on that list, if not all. And I think this first one that he's going to complete, even if it's a screen pass, mm-hmm. can go for you know a good five, six, seven more yards than than what he completes it at. So I, I like it. It's at plus one of five. It's just a nice little tidy way to start your day. I think.
0: I think that you know for Jalen Hurts, he obviously has the weapons to to get over this number, right? When we talk about guys like a, uh, I was supposed to say AJ Green because I just read that he retired, but AJ Brown uh, of the Eagles, and obviously Devontae Smith as well, right? And I think Devontae Smith is the one guy I think we probably have to look out for in this game. I think that he's going to have a big game, and he's per- pretty much their downfield threat. Um, you know, we saw it last week again; it was an incompletion. Uh, against the f- uh, 49ers in that first drive. But again, we've seen it throughout the season where um, Jalen Hurts has been able to find both, I don't see Devontae Smith and A.J. Green for, for big pass plays. And also, I think Dallas Goddard's going to have a big game as well. So I think there's going to be plenty of opportunities uh, for him to kind of push the ball down the field. I would highly doubt that they start with a, 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 like a wide receiver screen. But even if they did to Devontae Smith, I think that he's definitely capable of breaking it out with the speed that he does have.
1: Yeah, I, I can see Dallas Goddard Cutting a, a route short right at the first
0: down sticks and then yeah, reach over for another yard. Yeah, I agree 100%. Um, so that'll lead me to my first player prop here, Rod. I'm gonna go with Dallas Goddard here. Uh, over 48 and a half receiving yards, uh, for this game, and I think that you know, some of the things that we do talk about, and I think that sometimes a forgotten position for this uh, Eagles team is that tight end position, um, where we talked, like I mentioned, with the names of A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith, that sometimes the attention does go to those guys. But you take a look at during the regular season, as far as a yardage perspective, um, the Kansas City Chiefs did allow around 47.3 yards uh, to that tight end position. I know this is right, pretty much right on the number, but I feel like this is going to be an opportunity where Dallas Goddard is going to be heavily involved in this in this passing game whether that's going to be in the middle of the field uh whether like you mentioned he's going to be able to find those soft soft spots in this Kansas City Chiefs defense and, and just make those catches and you know maybe you know get some yards after catcher just read reach over and, and and you know get those extra yards so I like Dallas Goddard in this game. I think that he's going to be able to take some pressure off of guys like, you know, AJ Brown, Devontae Smith, and even the running game for the Philadelphia Eagles. So my first player, but I'm going to go with Dallas Goddard over 48 and a half receiving yards.
1: If there's one thing, and my brother's a chiefs fan, so I can attest to this. that He cries over the most is that passing defense for the chiefs. I mean, they're not terrible, but they are prone to giving up plays that make you go. What in the hell are you even guarding out there? So um, yeah, I definitely could see Dallas Goddard at least, you know, three or four times, uh, causing my brother to, to anguish loudly in pain. <laughs>
0: um, yeah, I mean, I think you're right that, that it's really been bend, but don't break for this chiefs defense all season long. Right. And I think that opportunities will definitely be there, uh, for, uh, in particular, hopefully uh Dallas Goddard in this game. All right. Take us over to player problem number two. What do you got? All right, I'm going to take both the combination of
1: Miles Sanders and Isaiah Pacheco. Uh, Their their rushing total together is set at 109 and a half. Uh, Mm -hmm. I'm going to take the over on that, and this one's at minus 105. Look, I know that neither one of these guys are tearing up the charts right now, and you look back at the last few games for even Miles Sanders, where Miles Sanders' last game had 42 yards against the Niners, That was a tough rushing defense uh, that the Niners had, and he still managed to get 42 yards against them. 90 against the Giants, but then he had 33 against the Giants before that, 61 against the Saints, 65 against Dallas. Turn around with Pacheco. uh, He only had 26 yards against Cincinnati last week, but the week before that, he had 95, 64, uh, 31. I I think that they have enough to get over 100 yards, 110 yards combined, to be honest with you. All it's going to take is for one of these guys to go off. And we've talked about how the Eagles rushing defense is, uh, is not the best either. Christian McCaffrey got 84 yards against them uh, a couple of weeks ago. Saquon Barkley got 61 uh, in that one game. Uh, Gary Brightwell got 60 against them. And then uh, you look at, you know, Alvin Kamara got 73. So I think it's easy enough for Pacheco to get to uh, his part of it. And then Miles Sanders, they're going to lean on him quite a bit to, to run the ball. So, yeah, I think he he can hit his part of it as well.
0: I think this ties right into beautifully into one of my next player props, which is Isaiah Pacheco. so I think we could just carry the conversation from there, which I took is over forty six and a half uh, rushing yards in this game and also took his longest rush attempt over thirteen and a half. And everything that you just said there, Rod, is that we've talked a lot about on the podcast this season. That the one weakness for this Eagles team is their is the is the rush defense, right? In each of the two playoff games, like you highlighted there, that they gave up sixty one Saquon Barkley only on nine carries, right? They were behind in that game; they had to rely on Daniel Jones to throw the football. But I think that in this game, where right now we're looking at the spread at being minus one and a half, I think these bo- the books are obviously expecting this to be a one possession game, probably coming down to the wire. Um, so I, I think there's going to be plenty of opportunities to run the football here. So. You talked about it right. They, they gave up 61 to Saquon Barkley. He also had a long rush longest uh rush attempt of 39 yards in that game. And then in the conference championship last week, like you mentioned, CMC had 84 uh rushing yards in that game. I think he had a long uh rush attempt of 23 yards in that game as well. Pacheco has had at least 10 rush attempts over the past uh two playoff games for the Kansas City Chiefs. He did get over the rushing yard projection versus the Jaguars. Um, and but he was a little bit li- he was limited against the Bengals last week. But again, this rush defense, I think that he should be able to find some holes. He should be able to take advantage of this rush defense. I think this 46 and a half number is very conservative. Also, I took the over on his longest rush attempt of over 13 and a half yards. So I think it ties very well together what, what you just gave out between both Isaiah Pacheco and Miles Sanders.
1: Well, and what Pacheco brings to it, too, is a level of explosiveness that I yeah. think Billy, you know, they, they saw last week, obviously, with Christian McCaffrey, but, you know, it was difficult for them to do anything running game-wise when they were down so much anyways. Obviously, yeah. they tried to throw the ball, but we saw Christian McCaffrey look good against him, and I think Pacheco, I'm not going to say he's exactly the same as Christian McCaffrey, but I think he's got some level of explosiveness on the same level, so, yeah, I can definitely see him getting to 50 yards. Like I said, I I, I think they're going to both get over 100 yards, uh, 110 yards, so, pacheco's got to carry his weight if that's going to happen
0: yeah i agree um all right so i gave out two and three there back to back Why don't you take us to your next player prop
1: all right so my next one is another kind of combo one uh but i'm taking a head-to-head a player head-to-head where i've got aj brown listen i I know you guys are gonna like gasp at this number but his his over uh, against juju smith schuster they're giving him 30 and a half yards so i'm gonna still take aj brown Minus 30 and a half yards over Juju Smith Schuster. This one's coming in at minus 115. Look, I'm just saying that A.J. Brown is, is a transcendent talent. We know this. And we, we've seen him do perfectly fantastic things on the field, right? 1,400 yards in the regular season overall. This number, this, this 30 and a half number, comes from the fact that over the last two playoff games, he's only had 28 and 22 yards altogether. Mm-hmm. But listen, he has faced the Niners' top-ranked defense, right, and then the New York Giants, who had uh, who let him go off for 95 yards in the game before. So you don't think they game-planned against him the next week when they were going to meet him in the playoffs? That happened. So they they held him to only 22 yards. But Juju Smith-Schuster, look, the guy's only getting one, two, two, three, four targets a game. Last yeah. week he only had seven yards against the Bengals, 29 yards against Jacksonville on two catches and two targets. 35 to close off the regular season, 21 on two catches the, the week before. Juju's kind of a non-factor. I know he's been battling an injury, and, and they say he's going to be back, but he's still a non-factor in this in this matchup. MVS is starting to leapfrog him in that game. Jarek McKinnon is catching more passes. So I think A.J. Brown easily clears this 30-and-a-half-yard cushion uh, over Juju Smith-Schuster this week.
0: I think it goes back to what you mentioned when we were talking about um, the passing defense of the Kansas City Chiefs, right? It's, it's bend, but don't uh, don't break, right? And I think that – I feel like that it's going to have to be on the shoulders of Jalen Hurts. I know he's dealing with the injury. Uh, if there is a scenario that the Eagles are going to be playing from behind, obviously you're going to have to throw the football, and I think you're going to have to rely on guys like A.J. Brown. It also goes back that Juju has been dealing with injuries all throughout the season. Right. We've seen them start games, but not finish games. And I think there's an opportunity there as well, where he might not even get the football. he might not even get the targets. I mean, you laid out the numbers there for uh, for for Juju there. I think that, again, it's going to have to be the stars are going to have to shine in this game, especially for the Philadelphia Eagles, whether it's A.J. Brown, there's Devontae Smith. So, yeah, I'm not going to argue against it. It's a big number. But, you know, a lot of people say it's a big number for a reason. Right, and I, and I think that plays right into it. Or I think A.J. Brown does have a big game here, uh, uh, at least head-to-head-wise, against uh, uh, Juju in this game. Um, all right, let me go over to my next player prop. Um, th- again, th- I hate to be chalky, but I think this just makes too much sense not to bet this number, especially with all the injuries that we've been dealing with uh for the Kansas city chiefs right and it, it, it's i'm just going to take travis kelsey over his receptions Um, uh, you know this is something that i we talked about when uh, we talked about in the bills game that mahomes is going to go to his most reliable receiver slash tight end which is travis kelsey right and i think that for for kelsey this is their third super bowl together for mahomes uh, andy Reid, and more in particular travis kelsey and i think this is going to be the spot where we see travis kelsey have a huge game because number one they are dealing with a lot of injuries are the uh, Kansas city chiefs at the wide receiver position right i think they already ruled out miko hardman for for the rest of the year obviously for one game he's been placed on the ir uh we just talked about juju he's dealing with injuries as well mbs had a great game last uh sorry in the conference championship against the cincinnati Bengals. Kelsey was a little bit limited in that game, but I think the one area of weakness also for the Philadelphia Eagles is is in the middle of the field, right? Where I think that that's where Travis Kelsey we've seen so many times that when Patrick Mahomes just is, is scrambling out of the pocket, he just finds ways and and to get the ball to Travis Kelsey, and we always kind of scratching our heads there, Rod. We're thinking, how does this get guy get so wide open? And 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 we've seen it all throughout the time Mahomes and Kelsey have been together, so. Right now, this number, you can get it at either 6.5 or pay a little bit of VIG at minus 150 if you want to take it up to 7.5 at plus odds around plus 105, plus 107. Uh, You can do that, but I think that this is going to be a game where Travis Kelsey is going to see a lot of targets, and he's probably going to have a lot of receptions in this game. So for me, I won't be surprised. If he does have 10 plus targets like he did in the Super Bowl that they won against the San Francisco 49ers, I know he didn't have a big game against the uh Tampa Bay Buccaneers when they lost that Super Bowl, but I think this is gonna be a game where I feel like we're gonna see points being scored. Again, Mahomes is probably gonna go to the guy that he trusts most, that he has the most rapport with, the best chemistry with, and that is Travis Kelsey. So I'm gonna go Travis Kelsey over, I'm gonna give it out at seven and a half. I'll take the plus odds. I think that he can get into the possibility of 10 receptions in this game. I really do.
1: Well You look at what happens when you're in a big game situation and the the guy you feel the most comfortable with is the guy you're going to lean on the most. And we've seen that all playoffs long, basically, and all season long, honestly, with uh, Travis Kelsey and Patrick Mahomes. That that legend is just going to continue to grow more and more and more. I mean, it'll be a Montana to Dwight Clark type of a relationship by the time it's all said and done. Right. That's kind of where we're at. Or any but any 49ers quarterback and George Kittle at this point.
0: Yeah,
1: there you go. Well, listen, one person he's going to be running away from all game long, I'll tell you right now, is Hassan Reddick. I don't know why I wasn't necessarily, uh, my eyes weren't open to Hassan Reddick until I had to watch him annihilate any Niners quarterback that was back in in the backfield. But my next player prop actually is related to that. I I say Hassan Reddick gets the first sack of the game. Um, And I say this, he's at plus 300 to register the first sack of the game. Like I said, he annihilated my Niners last week. He got uh, he got to them twice uh, in there. but so And he's done this several times over, too. He's gotten uh, multiple sacks in a game. If I can uh, pull this up, where the heck is my sack total? <laughs> there it is. Uh, so he had two against the Niners, one and a half against the Giants, and then uh, two against New Orleans, two against Dallas, two against Chicago. Like, the dude just turned into a sack machine over the back half of the season. Patrick Mahomes, guy, I mean we know that he's elusive, we know that he's 1000% able to get away from just about anybody chasing him, but last week he looked suspect. He got sacked 3 times last week. That Bengals front line was giving him hell and he was uncomfortable. So, I know the Eagles are watching. I know that they were taking notes. So, I think that they're going to at least get to him once. Um, you know, and Mahomes has been sacked quite a bit. He got sacked twice against Vegas, uh once against Seattle, twice against Houston, twice against Denver. So, I think Hassan Reddick is going to get a sack in this game. And with the money you're getting at plus 300, I'll take a chance on him being the first one to get a sack in this game.
0: I think it was the first one last week, wasn't he?
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah so,
0: yeah. And again, I, I think that he's playing with a lot of confidence, right? And again, um, I think that for the Eagles, I think they are going to take a page out of what the Buccaneers were able to do against Mahomes in that Super Bowl. Uh, a few years ago, where they were able to generate all types of pressure on Patrick Mahomes, um, and and you know sack him, and I think that this is going to be an opportunity for Hassan Reddick to, you know, find that edge, beat beat the offensive lineman uh, off the edge there, and 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 possibly get to Mahomes, and I think that at a three to one for the way that he's been playing, especially as of late, not only in the playoffs but also you know, towards the end of the season, this guy was doing great things defensively for the. Um, for the Philadelphia Eagles, and we saw it last week, right? I think that was on full display of what they expected from Hassan Reddick when they when they brought him over to the Philadelphia Eagles. So, at three to one, at plus three hundred, I mean, you know, I, I can't argue against that. Um, all right, for my last player prop here, we talk about we get into some of these these player props, or game props, or you know, th- there's going to be opportunities where you can of just have to lay the vig. Right, And I think you mentioned that, that your, your, your co-host on the NASCAR Gambling Podcast, Cody Zeeb, he says that you only lay, you, you pay the VIG when you lose. I mean, if I ask you right now, Rod, how many touchdowns do you think Patrick Mahomes is going to throw in this game? Uh, I would say three. Yeah, so at one and a half at minus 220, I'm willing to lay that VIG there. Just because, again, Patrick Mahomes has done this, and he's played in 13 career uh, playoff games. And he's thrown for two or more touchdowns in ten of those thirteen, including five straight games where he's had two more, two or more touchdown passes. Um, and I think that again, when we talk about MVPs and things like that, whether if the Chiefs win or whether it is the Eagles that do win the football game, if if Chiefs win, I think Patrick Mahomes is going to have to have at least three touchdown passes in this game. But again, I, like I mentioned, that it's Mahomes; he finds ways to to to, to throw the football. Uh, whether it's a sideways pass, whether it's a no look pass, he finds ways to get the balls to his receiver. And again, when we get into the red zone, we've seen the gimmick plays where they've, you know, had the shovel passes and things like that. But I think Mahomes, when he's done it in 10 out of 13 career games, five straight games, he's thrown at least two plus touchdowns in the playoffs, three out of the last, sorry, uh, six out of the last seven games in the playoffs, he's done it. And I mean, the regular season resume speaks for himself. So I'm not going to go through those numbers. So, I want to lay the vig here um, minus what is it right now? I see minus two ten uh at, at some books um, for him to get over two and a half, pa- sorry, one and a half passing touchdowns. I'm going to lay the vig here. I right, rod, if you can make the math work for you. Obviously a, a winning bet is a winning bet,
1: right? Yeah. I mean, it's just a matter of, of how you can get the calculator in your favor to, to make enough money to feel comfortable. So yeah, like Cody says, you only pay the juice if you lose. So yep. yeah, yeah. Got to place All a right. winning bet. Sometimes uh, you got any more player props. Uh, I do. As a matter of fact, I've yeah, got do one it. more. At least I've got Harrison Butker got to have my kicker prop.
0: Duh! Uh, I was waiting for it.
1: I know. Here it is. Uh, Harrison Butker, his number as actual, his points, total points number is set at uh, seven and a half. Um, and this is actually only juiced at minus minus one twenty. Um, So I'm going to take the over on this one. The last couple of games, uh, the last two playoff games, actually, he's had 11 and nine points. You know, again, I, I just, I know that Philadelphia is going to be tough to score against touchdown wise, Patrick Mahomes will get his three. That's absolutely, you know, I, I think Jared, we'll talk about who I, I think gets one later. But um, I know that at least Kelsey's in line for a couple probably and, and someone else is in line for one. But I think Butker's going to have to kick a couple of field goals at least. So that gives him six points, three touchdowns. That gives him, what, uh, nine points? Nine. So there it is. Yeah. Three touchdowns, three or, uh, two field goals.
0: Yeah. Again, look, we kind of go through his... Uh, his game his playoff game log. I mean, he's had a lot of success, you know, getting points, right? I think the AFC championship game last week, three of three from, uh, uh, sorry, field goals. That's nine points right there. He didn't even need the extra points. Go back to the, uh, the, uh, divisional game against the, uh, Jacksonville Jaguars, two field goals, three extra points that got it over the number last year in the AFC championship game. Um, he had three extra points only one field goal, but prior to that against, uh, against the bills, uh, three field goals made, three extra points. So, again, it's it's when you have a quarterback in offense like this, you know more times than not that they are going to be in the opponent's uh, opponent territory is what I'm trying to say, whether it's an opportunity to get an extra point or whether that's uh, a, or, or get a field goal attempt. Now, I think the one thing advantage that the kickers do have is that whether it's not going to be a factor in this game, because we are playing in a dome here in Arizona, in Glendale, right? Where the Arizona Cardinals do play. So, you know, whether it's, if it's, if it comes down to a decision for Andy Reid that it's, let's say it's fourth and seven from the 31 yard line, it's more likely than not that he's going to trot Harrison Butker out there to go, go out there and kick a field goal and put some points on the board. So yeah, I'm not going to argue against it, especially where I think like you mentioned two field goals and two extra points gets it done for you uh, in this game. Um, so yeah, 100% behind that. Um, all right. So I think that's five uh, player props each there for us. Before we get into our uh, game prop bets here, let me tell everyone about our presenting sponsor and where you can find these prop bets. And that's going to be over at WinBet. WinBet is the official online sports book of the sports gambling podcast network. WinBet is active in a bunch of states and there are a ton of ways to win, including live betting and same game parlays, also known as WinBet's Build Your Own Bet, which we will give you at the end of the show. The big game is here and WinBet has you covered. Great promos, odds and payouts are happening right now at WinBet. If you're ready to play. Sign up today to receive a special offer, bet 100 and get 100 limited state availability. And of course, if you hit the biggest long shot parlay of the week, you get a thousand dollar free credit. There's so much to choose from. All you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet so they know that we sent you. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. Offer subject to change terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 20 words or older and present in the state where play through winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. If you're going to be out in Arizona for the big game, make sure to check out SGP's live show at Ainsworth Thursday at 11 a.m. Register today at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash big game. The show is free, and you'll be able to watch the show and have some drinks with Sean and Ryan and all the guys that will be out there. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash big game. All right, Rod, let's get into some game prop bets here. Uh we'll give about 5 each again. Why don't you lead us off here? Uh what do you got for your first game prop?
1: I found a fun one. Uh I've got what will happen first in the game. There's between any score or any punt. Any score, believe it or not, is the underdog here at +110. You're looking at the top 2 scoring teams in the league, right? The mm-hmm. the Chiefs are first at 29.2. The Eagles are second at 28.1. They have the two top teams in total yards with the Chiefs at 413.6 at first and the Eagles right behind them at 389.1 at second. Combined, these teams are only punting around 3.1 to 3.3 times per game. And so that tells me that there's really very little opportunity for punts and these guys just score and move the ball down the field. So if I'm going to take my chance on plus money for one of these two teams to open with a score, it doesn't even have to be a touchdown. It could literally be an opening field goal and you cash yeah. this prop at plus money. So um, yeah, I like it. These two teams, like we said, very rarely punt and and they both are scoring on their first possessions at a very blinding pace, to be honest with you. So um, I, like this, I like this bet a lot.
0: Traditionally, we've seen that Super Bowls have gone off to a slow start, but I think what it's really been is that because Tom Brady has been in so many Super Bowls over the past decade or and more that the first half, uh, sorry, the first quarter unders were, I think, when Tom Brady, because they just got out to the out of the gate just very, very slow. I went back and looked at the two Super Bowls that the Chiefs were in when they played the uh, year Niners when they won it and then the one that they lost against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, there were 10 points scored in each of those first quarters um, in those Super Bowls. And I think obviously a field goal and, and a touchdown. So um I think that we'll see both offenses come out here, throw the football around, run the football. I think they'll be able to get into enemy territory, whether it's a field goal, whether it's a touchdown. I I like it. I, again, I, I feel like this is gonna be a higher scoring game than people are predicting. Um we've seen a line move towards the over in this game. It's now up to 51. Uh, first quarter, depending on the shop, it's at 9.5 or at 10. I think we'll see points being put up in that in that first drive, uh, whether it is the Eagles or whether it is the uh, Chiefs. And I've seen this so many times throughout the season, Rod. Like you mentioned, these are the two high-scoring teams. At any time the Chiefs got the football first, you automatically saw it. If you haven't been tuned into the game, you already saw a seven on the board from the Kansas City Chiefs. And again, same thing with the Eagles, right? They're aggressive. They go for it on fourth down. So they were the highest team. Uh, with the with the highest fourth uh, fourth down conversion, and again, maybe not early in the game, but they won't have they probably won't have to go for it on fourth down. But again, the opportunity I think is going to be there early in the game for them to put up points. Uh, all right, so let me get over to my first game prop here, and again, it wouldn't be a, a a prop betting show here if I didn't at least throw out some referee stats and some some ref report stuff, right? So we do have Carl Schaefer's that is going to be the the official and the referee for the bowl. And this is going to be his uh, second uh, game that he's officiated in this big game uh, in as many as three years. And I found that very curious because I went back and did some digging. There's some great information out there uh when we talk about uh you know referees and their stats right a and, guy and, and write the report for sgpn but i also do my own research as well and there's other people that talk about it and this has been the first time in 35 years rod that a official has been assigned to this game in as many as his second super bowl in as many as three years and i find that kind of curious um Now, you take a look at what uh, Carl Schaefer's has done officiating in those uh, particular Super Bowls, right? So we'll go back to Super Bowl 51, where he was the referee there between the Atlanta Falcons and the New England Patriots. Now, in that game, uh, he threw uh, a total of 13 uh, penalties, accepted penalties. Nine were called on the Falcons, four were on the uh, Patriots. Um, and then let's fast forward to the last Super Bowl, which he officiated between the Kansas City Chiefs and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. In that game, he called, let's see, um, 15 total penalties on the, in, the in, in that game. I think 11 of those were against, uh, sorry, nine of those were against the Kansas City Chiefs alone for 120 yards. He only called four on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers for 39 yards. Now let's fast forward to this season. This season, Carl Schaefer's was the one official that caused the most penalties this season of any official out there. Um, And again, he and I went back and looked at my game log from all the referee stats that I do keep track of in games with the Kansas City Chiefs. He was involved in two of those games, which was week five against the uh, Las Vegas Raiders, where they were a seven and a half point favorite. Uh, The Chiefs won that game 30 to 29. But I think in that game, I need to double check this. um, I think he threw, I want to say it was 15 total penalties in that game. Let's fast forward to week 15 against the Texans in Houston. Chiefs, a 14-point favorite against the Texans in Houston. Chiefs won that game in overtime 30 to 24. But in that game, Carl Schaefer threw 10 uh, accepted penalties against the Chiefs for 102 yards texans uh the worst team in the league were only called for four penalties for 33 yards now let's add on top of this fact that this season shafers accounted for 17 percent of the uh total penalties called against the chiefs and 20 percent of the penalty yards against the chiefs this season now we talk about what 17 games that we played this season rod Twenty percent of the yardage that was called against the uh, Chiefs was by Schaefer's. I don't know if there's something going on or something happening between Carl Schaefer's and the uh, Chiefs, but he's throwing the flags out there. This is going to be his third uh, big game, like I mentioned. He's flew over the, this number in both of those uh, uh, big games, thirteen and fifteen. Like I mentioned, I'm going to take the over ten here. I think the stats are backing it up. Uh, if you want to play uh, a team penalties. I think you can find that as well. But I think this one is really uh, rather easy to find. Total accepted penalties combined by both teams over 10 here, Rod. Did Andy Reid just not come to his birthday party? Like- I had something like that. I, I don't know. Maybe he didn't send him an invite or, or something happened there. I don't know what's going on. But there seems like there's a vendetta between the Sha- Schaefer's and, and, and the Kansas City Chiefs.
1: Now, maybe that wasn't his, it was his least favorite team growing up. And he's like, anytime I can stick it to him now that I'm older, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do it.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's a possibility as well. I don't know who the rival was for the Kansas City Chiefs back in the day, but... Yeah, it just seems like that. He just has something against. So I took over 10 accepted penalties in this uh, Super Bowl. Uh, I think the stats are backing it up there. So that's my first game uh, uh, prop bed here. Rod, take us over to your next one, man. What do you got? All
1: right. I'm going to move over to the Kansas City Chiefs. I think their first offensive play is going to be a rush play. This one is juiced at minus 130. But, uh, you know, you only pay the juice if you lose. And I don't think it's that bad. Uh, the pass, if you're interested in the pass, if you really don't think I'm right, it's at plus 110. So, I mean, that's that's kind of fun, too. Um, you may even hedge if you want to. But I, I think the run is going to happen uh, only because it's happened. Well, first of all, Isaiah Pacheco got the first carry of the the first play uh, from scrimmage of the game or the last two playoff games. But you even go back two games before that. It's Pacheco right and Pacheco left and Pacheco up the middle. Um, so he's he's gotten the first carry that game script is, is bit pretty much uh, been set in stone over the last four games. The only time it was really broken was against the Seahawks uh, a few weeks ago when Mahomes actually threw a pass to Noah Gray for that first play of the game. But the Chiefs have been pretty content to just get the game going by handing the ball off to Isaiah Pacheco. And listen, for an offense that can get super creative and super uh, explosive right out of the gate, I always feel like that first play for them is just to get things settled down because, you know, you, you have all these hyper horses that are waiting behind the gate, right? And sometimes you just need that moment, that first play, that first hit to get everybody just kind of settled down and in the mood. And watching the chiefs play, that's kind of how I feel like they're, you know, they're snorting, they're stomping, they're getting ready to, to get out of the gates. And sometimes you just got to say, Hey, listen, take a deep breath. Now we'll go. So that that first play to Isaiah Pacheco, I think, is going to happen. Uh, and that'll be the first play that the Chiefs run is just a straight give to Pacheco.
0: I, yeah, I think that, again, we talked about how bad this Philadelphia Eagles deep rush defense is, right? And I think that overall DVOA, I think they were ranked number 24 um, during the regular season. And I think that establishing the run game, um, again, we don't need to take pressure off of Mahomes because he is the best quarterback in the league. But again, I think that keeping the defense on their toes Right. I think that's something that you're going to have to do in this game Whether that's with Isaiah Pacheco, whether it's a Jarek McKinnon uh, for the Kansas City Chiefs. I think just, yeah, take those couple hits, whether you're the offensive line, you're Isaiah Pacheco, um, and just kind of get settled into the game. I I, I, I won't as we can see Patrick Mahomes chunk the ball 50 yards down the field on the first play as well. But I think just because this. This Philadelphia Eagles rush defense is terrible. I think we'll see Isaiah Pacheco get established early and often in this game. So, again, I don't hate this play uh, for uh, the Kansas City Chiefs' first offensive play. Um, All right, for my next game prop here, I'm going to go over to that second quarter. And this was kind of eye popping to me. Total touchdowns in the second quarter. I'm going to go – it's over 1.5 at minus 120. And we talked about in the regular season here Rod that the uh Philadelphia Eagles were the best scoring team in that second quarter. They were number 1 at 12.4 points per game. Uh they scored two touchdowns in the last game alone um against the uh San Francisco 49ers. Number 3 on this list, the Kansas City Chiefs. Um they were came they came into the season uh averaging uh or at the end of the season I'm sorry I should say 10.1 points per game. Uh, in that third quarter uh, sorry the second quarter so when i have two of the three teams that are scoring a lot of points in that second quarter at one and a half i can see a scenario where philly gets both touchdowns or i can see both teams get one touchdown each so i'm gonna go over one and a half uh touchdown scored in the second quarter here rod
1: I love it so much because it correlates with actually two of the bets that I have coming up next. And I'll I'll skip ahead to actually one that even more correlates with. And that's uh, the Philadelphia Eagles to score more points in the first half than the uh, than the Chiefs. And uh, for a lot of the reason that you said. But look, you look at the first half points for the Eagles so far. They're averaging 17.4 points in. The first quarter alone, uh, 15.6 for the Kansas City Chiefs. But, I mean, most of the damage that Philly does, and all season long. I mean, I'm, I'm not going to sit here and, and regale you every single game's results, but yeah. you look at the game log, it's like 27 points, 24 points, 28 points, all in the first half. And then, of course, they you know, kind of fall away in the second half. Their second half number is not quite as strong as their first, but not too far of a fall off, uh, 10.6. So a full touchdown drop off from the first of the second half for the Eagles. But again, Eagles get out to a fast start. It's what they do. And and look, even if it's only uh twenty-one to like whatever to 17 or to to 14 in the in the first half, I just I think that the Eagles are going to jump out to a lead in the first half, and it's going to result in in the Chiefs having to kind of come from behind in the second half, which they are more than capable of doing, as we've seen time and time again. So I like it. It's it's at actually. What did I say? I said that it was at plus one ten, which yeah. I don't understand because Chiefs are a first first half team. So I'm definitely gonna load up on them on first on uh, plus money. And then this one kind of rolls into the next one. So I'll go and then just yeah. let you go on both. But uh, I, I have the point. I have points to be scored in the first five minutes of the game. The okay. yes is at plus one seventy five. So I like this because we just talked about it. That first drive is going to probably end up in points. Mm-hmm. So, and, and these teams to score a lot of points, it's not long drives, right? It's no. all drives that happen quickly. So, yeah. an under five minute uh, drive for the first score. I mean that that is fully capable, that is fully feasible, and I think plus one seventy five is a great price for that. So, um, Eagles more points in the first half plus one ten, and then points scored in the first half at plus one seventy five.
0: So I like that. So when this game uh, ends three zero rod, we're going to be probably (laughs) licking our wounds a little bit.
1: (laughs) So long as those three points are scored in the first and and it's the only (laughs) points that the, the uh, Eagles score in the first half, right?
0: Can you just imagine that like the first drive results in a three, a field goal for one of these teams. So whether it's the Eagles or whether it is the, uh, sorry, the, uh, the Kansas city chiefs and we just don't get anything for the rest of the game. Oh God. Um, no, but I think, yeah, I, I think we're going to, we're again, like just based off of our player props and our game props, I think we're just expecting to see points in this game, man. And I think when you have these two explosive offenses, I mean, look, we, we mentioned the numbers, right? There, there were one uh, top three as far as points per game, um, first half scoring, second quarter scoring, both these teams were top three. I, I think we'll see points being scored early and often in this game. So, um, yeah, I, I like it, man. I, I'm not going to argue against that. Uh, which t- kind of ties into my next player prop here. Or sorry, game prop. Will the game be tied after zero zero 0 again? I'm going to take the yes at minus 130. I think this kind of... D- dives into or, or kind of correlates with what the game spread is right now, right? Whether open up as a pick minus one, minus one and a half where we're currently seeing with the Eagles. I think it's gonna be it's gonna be a close game. Um again if if they get out to a seven nothing lead or a three nothing lead if it gets a seven to three, I think there's enough possibility where again we see a 10-10 game or a 14-14 type of game because I think it's gonna be back and forth. Um, and I I think that again the spread is indicating that that Pretty much at a a pick at minus one, uh, it's going to be a close game. So let's just say again, the Eagles get out and score a touchdown. I think that the uh, the Chiefs will respond. I think we'll see this game tied again after zero zero. So I'm taking that yes at minus one thirty. I think the
1: more feasible way is for it to tie, be tied again at seven seven. I mean, I, I think yeah, I, yeah, the first drive could end up in a touchdown, and then the, the other team can go right back around and, and score another touchdown. So definitely like this I, I love it at minus 132 that's that's a that's a usually a pretty higher juice than that so I like it
0: yeah um all right I'll give out here another one uh, I'm gonna go with total third down conversions in this game give me the over 11 and a half um when I was digging into this uh prop here and I was looking at you know first down conversions third down conversions both of these teams were top eight in the entire uh, um, football league this season as far as third down conversions. Now, let's just pray and hope that Kansas City is not in third in one situations because they are the worst in the league in those situations. But again, I think they do find ways. To, again, the numbers are indicating that Kansas City finished the season uh, number eight with 5.6 third down conv- conversions per game. Philadelphia was tied at number four. Uh, at 6.2 with the Buffalo Bills and the uh, Dallas Cowboys at uh, 6.2, like I mentioned. So, you know, we, we talk about the dynamic play calling that both of these teams have, honestly, from Nick Sirianni, their running game. When you're able to utilize a quarterback like Jalen Hurts, um, whether he can run the football, whether the again quarterback sneaks are a thing with him. Um, running the football with Miles Sanders, Kenneth Gainwell, we've seen the gimmick plays, and also with the Kansas City Chiefs, right? I mean, there's we've seen it with uh, Andy Reid and Eric Bieniemy that they come up with you know creative play calling when it comes into the third down. Um, juncture of, of the game and the numbers speak for themselves at 11 and a half, I thought this number was a little conservative uh, I'm gonna take the over. I think both these teams uh, combined against their opponents and both of their playoff games Did go over this number of third down conversions. So at 11 and a half, I'm gonna take the over here rod
1: well, and just like you said, both of these teams they they don't play for just three downs. Like they're not playing to, to do three down football. Like they're they're not scared yeah. to go for four. So a lot of that time, it's it takes them into a situation where they're in a third and manageable because they're trying to they're not trying to get, you know, they're not looking at four yards, looking at or four downs, They're looking at three downs. So
0: yeah. But them- uh, all right, let's. See I got here. one more. And yeah, I go get, for it. Yeah, because I don't know if I, we're a little thrown off. We all. <laughs> It's okay. We're just we're throwing out as many props as we can here. Oh, perfect. Go ahead, Brad.
1: Uh, well, then, let's, let's close up the scoring for me. I got both teams to score 25 points. I found this at plus 215. What? I mean, we just talked about how these are the two top scoring teams in the league, both of them well over 25, if not close to 30. Um, and I know that the defensive the defenses kind of tightened up last week, right, against their prospective teams, but You know, that was San Francisco on their uh, 15th string quarterback. And then, you know, the Chiefs just came out and like made Joe Burrow's day a living hell. But they still uh, almost got to 25 points if it weren't for, you know, them not being Mm -hmm. able to score 25. But even still, I I think that this is going to be easily both of them scoring 25 points. I like the plus 215 out of this, especially.
0: Yeah. uh, Again, I'm I'm on the over in this game. Uh, at over 15 and a half. And again, I think that it's going to take both. Obviously, both teams contribute to this. I, I wouldn't be surprised if both teams are in the 30-point in the mark uh, range or both teams put up 27-plus points or they both get four touchdowns each. Again, um, just a di- we talked about how dynamic these offenses are. We're not going to regurgitate the numbers again, but at, at plus odds, I, I do love this um, to be a high-scoring game. So, uh, yeah, definitely love that one as well. Uh, all right, so that is all the game props that I had. You have any more here, Rod? Uh, nope, that was my last one. All right, so before we get to our win bet, build your own bet, uh, we'll give that and then we'll wrap it up with, um, uh, maybe a one best bet from each of our player prop and game props. Um, let me tell everyone about what is going on over at SGPN for the big game. There are plenty of contests happening uh, for the big game uh, coming up this Sunday. Uh, The first one, it's going to be the big, big game bingo. Uh, Make sure to sign up on uh, the SGPN app and get your own big game bingo card full of all your favorite big game prop bets. And if you get bingo, you'll win a $57 SGPN gift card. The only catch is you must be subscribed to the sports gambling podcast and the NFL gambling podcast on YouTube to win. Also the SGPN 57 bets challenge in honor of the big game. SGPN is hosting a prop betting contest. Uh, Make your picks for 57 different props. Winner will get $570 in cash and a $570 gift card to the SGPN store. But They're only exclusively on the SGPN app. And the best part, it's all free to enter. Just make sure to download the app and get into these contests. Again, free to enter Uh, a lot of uh, cash prizes, uh, gift cards to the SGPN store as well. So make sure to get in, like I mentioned, only exclusively on the SGPN app. All right, Rod, uh, so let's get into our um kind of same game parlay here. We we I guess we'll we'll say, but it's uh officially build your own bet uh over on Winbet. Uh we'll throw out one each year. Rod, why don't you lead us off, my man?
1: All right. Um now I am waiting for mine to load up. Where did it go?
0: Oh, you're gonna have to get to yours because mine okay. Yeah. I'll okay. go first. Yeah, yeah. All right, so uh for mine, I have about five parts to it. Um, it's going to be, like I mentioned, I did like the over in this game. So I took over 15 and a half points. I took Travis Kelsey to score two, at least two touchdowns in this game. Um, I think that, again, we talked about how I think crucial uh, Travis Kelsey is to this offense and the injuries that they are dealing with um, on the Kansas City Chiefs side. I think that's going to be a big game for Travis Kelsey. Um, if it's anything related to the uh, the Sims, the, the Madden Sims that the uh, bosses ran uh, earlier this week, Travis Kelsey had two touchdowns in that game. Uh, so I think that he'll get two touchdowns in this game. Again, we've seen the, the shovel passes, um, the times that Travis Kelsey has, you know, been able to find space in the end zone when, you know, my is, you know, doing his thing. So two touchdowns uh, for Travis Kelsey, but go back to Dallas Goddard. Uh, I think he has, this is going to be a big tight ends game. So Dallas Goddard, at least 45 receiving yards. I also took the second half to be the higher scoring half. Um, I think that we'll see points being put up um, in both of the, in the both halves, but I feel like that we'll we'll see the offenses really, really break out in the second half. So I'm going to go high scoring half. It's going to be a second one. And then I'm going to keep this one last, like simple Patrick Mahomes, 275 or more passing yards. So just to go back, that's over 50 and a half for the game. Travis else, Travis, Kelsey, two uh, or more touchdowns, Dallas Goddard, 45 or more receiving yards, second half to be the highest scoring half. And then Patrick Mahomes to have 275 or more passing yards. Those come out to 20 to one uh, for this game here, Rod. So that's going to be my build your own bet. Woo!
1: I love it. That is That is a lot of goodness. All right, there. Um, I, you know what? Uh, like my my browser ate it. So I'm building this as we actually go along. Uh, so let's have some fun with me as I build this uh, build this bet out. Are you ready? Yeah. So okay. I'm going to start with uh, the Eagles over 13 and a half uh, points in the first half. Uh, again, that's kind of going off of what I had talked about before. Um, I will take a Jalen Hurts anytime touchdown. Uh, to build into that as well. Uh, I just mm-hmm. again we just know how explosive Jalen hurts can be. We know that he tends to uh, take it himself when he needs to and and just the fact of the matter is he's gonna need to against this chief's team because it's not you know this is not going to be easy for them to outscore uh, the chiefs. so I very much think that he's in line for a, a touchdown pass and then, uh, I have got uh, Travis Kelsey with an anytime touchdown. I mean, come on, dude. Yeah. It's Travis Kelsey. Oh, I'm sorry. No, I'm I'm sorry. Uh, I have I have uh, Travis Kelsey 65 total receiving yards. Uh, okay. My bad. I'm sorry. Uh, I like Travis Kelsey to have a big game. We talked about how he's going to have to find those open holes and and bail out uh, bail out. His quarterback, Patrick Mahomes. Mm -hmm. I think he does that quite often. I think this is a a game where he's going to get at least 70 to 80 80 (laughs) yards in this game. So I like that. Then I've got Miles Sanders at 45 plus rushing yards because, of course, you know, we talked about the fact that uh, both of those running games are going to have to get going. And I think basically um, it's going to have to be Miles Sanders to do it uh, as well. And then I've got a uh, Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, to race to 16 points. I think they get to 16 points first, uh, honestly. And I think that's going to, that's going to happen. So last leg, I've got one more leg because I'm going crazy with this. I want this to be big. A Boston Scott, anytime touchdown.
0: Oh, I like that.
1: That gives me 35 to one Boston. Scott's been scoring touchdowns like over the last few weeks. So I think they sneak one into him. He's gotten good carries within the 20 yard line. So uh yeah, that's my sneaky one that puts it up to 35 to 1.
0: I love it, man. Again, uh it's always fun to try to build these win uh win uh build your own bets, so it, there's a lot of great options on their menu. So, uh we gave out one each year. Hopefully, we both cash ours, but I think it'll be great if at least one of us can cash uh, our's here this uh for this big game on Sunday. Um all right, so that's our build your own bets. Let's get into our best bets now here, Rod. What we'll do, we'll give out one best bet player prop and then one best bet uh, game prop. Uh, Do you want me to go first? You want to go first?
1: Oh, I can go first on this one. Yeah, go Um, ahead. I really think my best bet is the uh, Sanders and Pacheco over 109 total rushing yards. That's just such a low number for both of these guys. They're both explosive players. I really don't think that this is going to be any trouble for them to each hit at least 50, 55 yards in this game.
0: Okay. Uh, I'll give out mine, and then we'll go over to the game uh, best bet. So my best bet player problem, I'm going to go with Travis Kelsey, man. I'll I'll go over it on his receptions. Uh, Seven and a half, that one's at plus money. Again, I can see the neighborhood where he does get into uh, nine or double-digit receptions here uh, in this game against the uh, Philadelphia Eagles. Again, talking about the injuries for the wide receivers right now, uh, we already know that Mikko Hardman is going to be out for this game. I think the other guys are planning to be there uh, and playing in this game. But again, when it, I think it just comes down to those, those crucial moments, I think that uh, Patrick Mahomes is going to be looking for Travis Kelsey. So I'll take you over seven and a half receptions uh, for uh, Travis Kelsey at plus money. If you want to go six and a half, play a little bit of vig. I think that he, again, he's going to clear this number, whether it's six and a half or seven and a half. So that's my uh, player prop best bet rod game prop best bet. What do you got?
1: I like both teams to score at least twenty-five points. I love it. The fact that it's two, two and a half to one, you know, two point uh, plus two fifty.
0: Yeah, yeah, I love it. I mean, you can't, you can't get wrong with that. Yep, I like it as well. Uh, for my best bet game prop, I'm gonna go total touchdowns in the second quarter. Over one and a half, like I mentioned, both these teams were top three in scoring uh, in the uh, second quarter during the regular season. Uh, we talked at volumes about what the Eagles were able to do in that second quarter, just week in, week in out week out during the regular season. Uh, and when you have these two explosive offenses, I think that, again, we'll see uh, both of these uh, teams being able to score at least one touchdown each. If not, one team can get both of, of them for us, and we'll be in the money uh, as far as that goes. Um so those are our prop bets or build your own bet. Rod, before we get out of here, let's just give our official uh, uh, game predictions for this game. What do you got as your final score and your MVP?
1: I think it's 34-30. The Kansas City Chiefs come out on top. Of course, Mahomes has to be the MVP in that game because it's Mahomes. <laughs> and he's going he's gonna to play his ass off and no one's going to be able to deny him another
0: MVP. I'm going to go 31, 27 chiefs. Get it done. I'm going to go Travis Kelsey, MVP, 10 receptions, 165 yards and two touchdowns.
1: Hey, I'll take all of that. That, that just means <laughs> that all my props are going to hit pretty much, uh, yep. but I do, I do have a fun. I do have one more, one more. Yeah, 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 give it Here out. Here we go. You ready? Yeah. The Gatorade color mm-hmm. is, I think it's going to be blue the plus 400 is 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 the uh total for blue three out of the last four years it's been blue i'm just okay. four to one pretty much four to one
0: all four right to one, there blue. it is yeah there we go all right uh that is going to do it for this edition of the prop cast Uh, A lot of prop bets here that we gave out. We'll come back uh, probably next week. I'll be on vacation, but the week after, we'll come back. We'll review our player prop or the prop bets for the Super Bowl. And, Rob, we'll go back and look at our uh, regular season, season season-long prop bets as well, see how we did on those. Uh, And then we'll just kind of get into some off-season stuff at that point as well. Um, Anything else you want to mention before we get out of here, my man? Just follow me on Twitter at
1: RJ Villagomez. There's is a link in the bio to everything I got going on, whether it's here, whether it's Sportsbook Review, whether it is in between media, all that fun stuff. And uh, yeah, catch the NASCAR gambling podcast, man. We are heating up. Daytona is coming up in a couple of weeks after the Super Bowl. So lots of fun to be had in that NASCAR gambling podcast.
0: Yep, NASCAR is officially back. Make sure to check out uh, Rod and Cody over on the NASCAR Gambling Podcast. Like I mentioned, a lot of great contests, free contests going on for the big game over on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Just make sure to download that app. They're all free to enter. Just hit the contest tab uh, in the app. uh, Get in there. A lot of cash prizes, a lot of uh, gift cards uh, that are being uh, given out to the SGPN merch store. Uh, So definitely get in there. Again, like I mentioned, it's all free to enter. All right, we'll be back uh, a week after next. Enjoy the big game this Sunday. Uh, Bet responsibly. Hopefully we come out with some winners. Uh, Till then, good luck with your bets. Let's break these books off and let it ride.